to meet Christy Kunzig out of uh, hey, Long Island. Ron, say hello. <laughs> Go ahead, Ron. And I'm Ron. Uh, okay. <laughs> hello, Christy. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? All right. Having the time of my short-lived life. All right, Christy, I'm going to jump in because if Ron does, I won't get a word in. So i got to jump in first, and then oh, I'll let Ron, so Ron go in with the politics. Before we course, talk politics, Christy, you have been on several Fox shows, and those are – could you name the two or three of them that you've been on? Uh, Maria, is that one of them in the mornings? Someone. Yes, yes. Um, mornings with Maria, uh, Making Money with Charles Payne, Coast to Coast with Neil Cavuto, and uh, Your World with Cavuto. Wow, so several shows. And you're on there quite a bit. Who has you on the most? Who would you say? Payne? Charles? Uh, I'm, wait, I'm sorry, what did you say? Who who has you the most? Which, uh, which show seems to get you the most? Uh... Cavuto. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it sounded like it when the listing there. Yeah. Got I've seen. Craig uh, has a problem counting sometimes. <laughs> One. Two. All right, Christy. Um, you used to be an ice girl. Is that what they called you guys for the yes. national, hot, not oh national hockey league? That was the funnest thing in the entire world for the New York Islanders. Um, we're basically we're, we're cheerleaders, but we have to skate on the ice and. Um, the NHL mandates that somebody cleans the ice like during um, the commercial breaks when there's no play going on. Wow! So, so you toss other like ice girls up in the air with those sharp things on their shoes? <laughs> is that <laughs> why? Because I'm seeing that and I'm thinking that can go south. Is what I'm thinking. I mean, that sounds really safe and like a good idea, but no, none of that. We but we did shoot T-shirts into the crowd, so I think oh that people gosh. probably like that better. You're the people that I love to hate because you never aim for me. I'm <laughs> screaming and I've I've had a few oh. drinks and you just seem well, to ignore me. I don't it's, know it's why. It's for the kids, Ron. Let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. We're not ignoring you. Those things cannot be aimed. I might want to get you that T-shirt more than anything in the world. It's not going to happen. I, you know, I okay. I can actually shoot a gun. I have pretty good aim. You can't shoot those things. They just don't work. Oh, I love that. Shoots a gun. All right, you you, you can't pack in New York <laughs> though. Do you, down here in the south. Do you pack? I mean, do you have a permit there for New York? I, I don't. I actually I uh, want to get my application in. I would like to. Now, just, isn't like, it harder them. in New York to get? You think just a touch. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, of course, it wasn't hard for their mayor to to get a, his hands on an AK-47, I guess, back in the Sandinista days. But we won't get into that, will we? No. Come on, you're <laughs> such a troublemaker. Now, Christy, I saw a video where you have a T-shirt shooter. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So yeah. Wrong? yeah, that's what she used to shoot the a, T-shirt. It's a, it's a gun. It's a T-shirt gun, not a T-shirt shooter. Craig. <laughs> what does a gun do, Alex? I don't know. It, it is a T-shirt gun. You got that right. <laughs> okay, Alex, one for you. But uh, I'm sure that would reach you, uh, Ron, but it's for the kids mostly, so you can't okay. be. Is that it? Uh, whenever you confront Greg, he turns into a liberal, and he instantly <laughs> says, it's for the kids. That's the. Uh, All right. It's for the kids. Yeah, that, can't you just help us? It's, it's more for the kids, not that we can't aim them. All right, Christy, <laughs> you are an attorney, and I think I read up where you do, like, child support and child services. Is that correct? Yes. Right now I am doing – I've done a couple things, but right now I'm focusing on child support. That's awesome. That's so you great. You make sure that guys pay up. Is that what yeah, which is crazy because you'd be surprised how many people try to avoid it. They try really hard. They'll do know. literally I've, anything. I've heard some of the prices they have to pay. I'm thinking, wow, <laughs> it's expensive. Well, Can uh, you uh, put a price on a child? Yeah, no, uh, you cannot. Absolutely. What is it, like 300 a child or something like that? <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Okay. It doesn't work that way. Again, the counting off. <laughs> counting his way off. Okay, so uh, tell us what university you went to. Astra, uh, for undergrad and for law school. All right, I'm glad you said it because I'm not sure if I could. So I, I knew you went there, but. Uh, you Astra. <laughs> How hard good. is that? Very, Astra. Very I'll try it in private. Okay. Astra. <laughs> okay. It's and, about as hard to pronounce as my last name, so no worries. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I only YouTube that like five times listening. Um, you are a DJ on 94.3 The Shark. That, yes. Correct. And you had Yeah, I'm actually show. in my... Yes, I'm in a, my studio right now, actually, going to be... Yeah, but you're far too... You are far too uh, beautiful for radio. What are you doing on oh, radio? Thank you. I mean, I've done, No, I've seen radio. Believe me, there's I mean, a reason. You got, you got Alex Dodd <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and, yeah. and Ron and Craig uh, in Yeah, yeah, of course. Not you that I'm not... Not that I'm stun, not stunningly handsome. I mean, I because thought, I thought me, Ron, that. and Craig were the three most attractive just, people in radio I just, until today. I, I thought <laughs> I had it all locked down. It's like kind of like why I go to Golden Corral. I feel a lot better as I leave. I'm like, yeah. damn, who's the man? It's me. That's who. I'm, in, I'm working on my dad bod there, and I come out, and, you know, I feel pretty pretty special. But uh, no, I just wanted to point out, you've done, uh, Craig is right, you've done a, a a tremendous amount of things in just a short period of time. And I'm jealous. And uh, so, you know, this is going to be confrontational from here out. I'm just and telling Christy, you. Uh, I just want to say. That's the end of our friendship again. And, and Ron said you're beautiful. And he hasn't even seen a picture of you. So yes, I have. It's right there on I your computer. I just pulled it up. Ron. I just pulled it up. And no, and no Christy. I just made it up. That's yeah, what I did. He's it's just a, imagining things. It's a big lie. It's, and it's not the Ice Girls picture, Christy. I just want to let you know. That's a normal picture. So. So anyways, all right, Christy, let's get down to the serious. Let's get down to that five-letter dirty word nobody wants to talk about. Trump. Trump, yes. Yay, right. he's my favorite. I love him. Let's always talk okay, about him. Okay, but Christy, wait a minute. Okay. This is Ron, the libertarian? Yeah, well, yeah, I am the libertarian, but I'm all, I also nice? am anti-Hillary. Get that, get that straight. Which is a great uh, thing to be. More and, people uh, should be that. Uh, good Lord. I think once... The, I, I don't know. I keep saying, you know, once they learn everything, but we've had 20 years for them to learn everything, and they still are like, I like him. But uh, I, I just, who knew? Um, but I kind of get the feeling like I'm talking to a, a air conditioner repairman in Alaska because uh, you're a female millennial who supports Trump. I don't think there's there's like maybe two of you. You're one of the few <laughs> in New York. How does that happen? I mean, I guess you and um, well, that would be you. I mean, that's a, and Eric Trump. You know, Eric, I oh have God. to say, a lot of people think that 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 it is weird, but all of my friends really agree with me. I, most of my friends are supporting Trump, and you know they're millennials, and I find it really confusing when I hear about other people not wanting to support him as much. Like, that to me is crazy. I hear about it, but I don't see it because everyone I talk to is on the Trump train. Well, they're going to tell you what they want you, what they think you want to hear, okay? But when when, when I go, when a middle-aged guy like me goes into New York City, they go, oh, you like Donald Trump, don't you? And, I mean, it's like, I'm supposed to. I mean, I'm over 40, white from the South. I mean, I'm supposed to name my kids Trump. I mean, or Donald or something. I mean, I come from the land where we actually have the name Donald. Yeah, I don't think they actually have that name anywhere in New York City. But, I mean, it's just, look, I think it's brave. I think, but, well, I, I won't go so far as brave just to have your own political view. It's brave. But it is in that city, in that business, 
it is because I mean, having just spent a brief time in Boston and, and in New York, my wife lived in New York for a while. Uh, yeah, that, that, that city is not welcoming to people of the conservative bent. All right, I have a question. Christy, did you ever... I, we, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Have, did you ever watch Celebrity Apprentice? <laughs> Stop laughing, guys. <laughs> you know, I really didn't. Okay, I was just Well, curious. Craig did. Go ahead, Craig. I loved I watched every year of that That's show, why yeah. Craig is a Donald Trump supporter. <laughs> he he Trump. loved when he fired people. He loved it. <laughs> he, wants, he wants to fire everybody it's in the gonna government. It's going to be the same way when he becomes president, you guys. He's going to have to fire well, good, people. Good. He'll be a, well, he's a great businessman. He's going to be very serious. What's not to love about that? Well, You it, got to see it firsthand. He's not going to be dealing with businessmen, though, is he? I mean, he's going to be dealing with, like, uh, politicians from all over the world. And I don't know. I, I, Even more reason we should have business. Well, man. okay. I, I just, well, don't you think that the fact that he's so successful in business and he'll be able to really handle anyone i mean look at how well he just handled 16 politicians off the campaign trail i think um, he's, he's got this under control i didn't say he wasn't great at marketing what i said was <laughs> that i don't know uh, i mean they don't do that in china uh yeah i think there's uh, a big difference between carly farina and uh, kim jong-un yeah, yeah kim jong yeah. i mean yeah who he just oh. said he will talk to he you mean that carly farina is much more attractive yeah, yes. But, yes. no, well, not according to your candidate, yeah, but we won't go there. We won't go there right now. Um, no, I, look, um, I believe that, like everything in politics, most of this is uh, very overrated. I think he is a great uh, businessman. Obviously, he wouldn't have billions of dollars if he was a poor businessman. Right. But uh, I think how much of that translates into how well you can run a country? Well, maybe we'll live to see that. You know, and, no, you uh, know what, though? Honestly, the thing that I think about that is that it's not that he's saying, oh, because I'm successful at business, I'm now going to crush it and I can totally run this country. He, he's from the get-go has said, I, it's going to be like running a business and that I'm going to surround myself with people who know everything, whoever's the best, and they're going to help me make some decisions and we'll make good decisions that way. And that, I think, is fantastic. You need that. It's impossible to know everything, but if you can surround yourself and get a team that together you guys can come up with everything and work together – that's really important, and that, I think, is going to really separate him from others, and that's going to make him a huge success. I wow. think that that was a great little sound bite right there. Hey, she's it? a that DJ. Was good. I'm telling you. Um, no, I, look, I, I do agree. I agree with what you're saying. And honestly, I mean, coming from someone who was a Ted Cruz supporter, that's me. Um, originally a Rand Paul guy. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, I am a free market guy. All right. Well, so it worries me a little bit if we're getting into a trade war with Mexico and maybe with China and God knows who else. You know, um, that kind of worries me. Um, but I'm also like uh, I'm a staunch conservative and I loved his list. I will, I'm going to give. Uh, all right. On our show, I want that. Get the tape market. I'm giving Donald <laughs> Trump. Minutes I, and I am giving seconds. Donald Trump a compliment. And that's. I saw his list when I went over for his Supreme list. Supreme Court justices? Yes, that is a fine list of Supreme Court justices. And I think he is trying to placate that wing of the party. He's trying to say, hey, Absolutely. look, I'm not the same guy that was for, uh, you know, a partial birth abortion that, that gave money to Hillary Clinton. That uh, I mean, how is he going to overcome that, though? Cause how is that going to happen? When Hillary Clinton well, gets in that debate and says, well, uh, Donald, um, when you gave money to me, you must have liked something I did. What was it? You know, and See, I don't think Kurgis. that's a problem because I think that he's, he's always been really um, – you know, like 
he's been very transparent this entire time that he said, yes, in the past, I did think these things. I have given her money. And because I've given her money, I know that she's going to take my phone calls and do what I need her to do. So he's, you know, he's always said that he's kind of switched his positions on things based on where he is now and the circumstances and everything facing our country, he's changed his decisions. And I think that sending his list of the Supreme Court justice nominees for him has really shown that he's picking ones who are pro-life. You know, all of them are really pro-life. Um, right. The guy, I think, I think on think Michigan, really he clerked good. for, he clerked for, uh, was it Scalia, Scalia or, or Thomas? I think he might have clerked for Thomas. One of them did. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but there's a list of 10 and they're fantastic. I read through every yeah. one of their bios. Great. Yeah, they're all great. They're all, um, you know, they're going to strongly uphold the Constitution. So I think that's something that's really going to help the party get behind him because people are worried that he's not conservative enough. But this list is going to give them, him some credibility and that, OK, you know what? We can kind of rest assured. We don't have to worry about him going rogue. It's going to be OK. Well, I, I, I mean, the, well, he already went rogue. I mean, I, I think when you started calling i mean just trump and rogue kind of fit together okay i mean i can't uh yeah i can't really separate the two in my mind yet and that's just me i like i said i told you where i came from but uh yeah i'm i saw the list that's the first positive thing real positive thing that i've seen you know maybe there'll be more What's what's that? Sounds like we're about we're gonna eventually get you on the Trump train. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I'll buy your ticket, Ron. That's I'll because you're gonna show me the Hillary train and go. Well, this train know. doesn't look as fun. <laughs> and I, I won't vote third party if it's like Rance, one of those. If it's even though I like Mike Sass, I mean Sass is talking ben about Sass from Ben uh, Sass. I mean, yeah, I said Rascal. Mike Sass. Ben Sass. Uh, Mike Lee is the other guy from yeah. But Ben Sass, I like him. But this talk's got to stop. I mean, it's just, I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good. Did you see? No, it's definitely not good. Did you see Mark Cuban was on a list for a third party oh, yeah. earlier this oh, week? Oh, but he shut that down. He absolutely shut that down and good. said he wasn't going to do it. Right. He, and, he and I thought it was good that John Kasich also said, no, I, you know, I'm absolutely not going to do that. I think uh, Kasich's you know, still vying for VP, I think. I mean, I think he is. You I know, know, I thought that he was, and honestly, I think he would be a great pick. He's, he's one of my top few picks just because he is so likable that I think that it would, again, kind of get people to say, okay, well, you know, Trump's a little abrasive for me, but John Kasich might be able to keep him in check, so he'll get my vote. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know who I said he was going to pick? You know, I think yeah. himself. I think he's just going to go be the first one to run simultaneously for both positions. Because the only person that he would ever answer to would be him, you know, and it'd be Trump, Trump. You know, you think, I can't see him putting another name on a bumper sticker. Yeah, Can where you? would the other name I'm gonna go? Have to get an extra, I'm going to have, like, two Trump hats, then. It would be like, but it would be Trump, you know, and I, I can't imagine, like, you know, how it was, you know how it is when, the, you know, the, the t- they finally have a running mate and they put their two names together and it's like, you know, you know, and everybody starts saying them, you know, and it becomes a chant and all that. I mean, I could see Donald Trump, like, if he were to get, like, say, say Kasich, right? It would be yeah. Trump and tiny little letters way over underneath the R. It would be like, and Kasich. You know <laughs> the only reason that I'm going to say he'd be okay putting his name, because whoever he picks for VP is going to be great for that spot. They're going to be fantastic, and it's going to be an awesome power duo. Will they be the bestest ever? Will they be the bestest of the best? They're going to be huge. 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 (laughs) That would be Chris Christie. Oh, my God. Did I go there? Oh, I just went there. Can I I jump in? Go ahead, Greg. Hey, this is Greg. Greg. I'm still here. 
Um, Christy, you have been to some dinners, right, for uh, Trump? Where I've been to, I'm sorry, I've been to what? Some dinners that Trump was at? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, I've been to his rallies, dinners, you name it, I'm there. I saw a picture of you holding a Trump sign, so I guess that was he one of the He signed it. Oh, he I did. Oh, he signed it. Oh, wow. It's this big, bright, purple Women for Trump poster. Yeah. And he you bet. He went it. right to that. <laughs> he's like, wow, look he's look at like this. all the cameras I can find right now here. Yeah. Women love he's me, actually, and there's just a picture it, of you. It made the paper. <laughs> Uh, I bet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sure I, I would have been like, if I was his uh, campaign manager, I'd been like, hey, go, go, pictures, all of them, tons, get the right angle. Like, yeah. And we're in you New know, York. Actually, no way. No way. The, old, the, the only thing that I regret from, from the rally is that I didn't bring, I have, um, one of my coworkers gave me a Trump doll. It's like a, actually a Trump oh. Barbie doll. Oh, my God. From when, yeah, from when he did The Apprentice, and you press a button in his back, and it says, like, you're fired. Oh, the only awesome. thing, I was so upset, like, I wanted to bring that and have him sign it. Well, thank you, because now I know what to get Craig for Christmas. But uh, That would be so <laughs> awesome. That's, that's You've really helped me ever. out. You've helped me out a lot. So, so they had you on the front page of the news with the Trump sign? They had him holding up the sign. He, um, he signed it and then gave it back to me. Oh, wow. Um, you know, my wife... Uh, my wife went to Georgetown. Uh, she got her MBA at uh, uh, Georgetown, and her uh, one of her classmates it was uh, Ivana. Went there at the same time. Oh wow! Yeah. So, um, so what happened was uh, Donald Trump gave a very like like a long like you know kind of there was like about 150 people. Uh, in one of the classrooms, the large classrooms there, and it was all the gra- all the graduating class, uh, the MBAs, right? And he talked mm-hmm. to them for like three hours or so. He just sat there and a- answered questions, talked to them. And she said he was the most personable guy, that he was very, very smart, and that uh, – and, and that he was also, he said, she also told me, and he was really funny. And she was the first, she, believe it or not, was the person that, in our family that said, he's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? She goes, you, you haven't met her. him. He's going to win. I met the guy. You don't know this guy. He is, he's different. He's not, you know, and I was like, okay. But you know, she said he was, he was wonderful. Uh, just a good person. Like, you know, and, um, and, and his, uh, his daughter kept leaving. And she said, every time his daughter left and he wasn't there, he would say, get a prenup. Get a prenup. He would tell everybody there. He goes, one thing, get a prenup. Get a prenup. So, I mean, you know, uh, and everybody would crack up and laugh. But, you know, he was serious about it. But at the same time, he he does have the ability, I think, to poke fun at himself a little bit. You know? He definitely does. And I really think that when you go, I'm sorry, I say I think that too much. But honestly, what I do think is he is very entertaining to watch, especially when you go live. I, I went to one of John Kasich's town hall style meetings that he had here on Long Island. And then I also went to Donald Trump's and I have to tell you, Trump's was a thousand times better. When I went to Kasich's, first of all, he walked on stage. The first thing he said was, uh, why are you guys all here? <laughs> like, okay, oh, you're really John. not winning anywhere. So maybe you shouldn't try to ask, like, don't be so surprised to see us. Right. Um, and then, you know, when Trump came in for his rally, I honestly thought I might've been at a hockey game again, because we had the spotlights whirling around the, 
like the entire um, studio that it was in a studio. So there and, there, and there were fights, and there were lots of fights, and there were lots of okay. All right, I'm sorry. There's no fighting. No I just wouldn't. Would, I wouldn't people. make that comparison if I was a Trump supporter because yeah. they would immediately somebody's yeah. going to go, oh yeah, and then an African American man walked yeah, in yeah, and everybody oh, yeah, started yeah. beating. And they're like, this is hockey. I've ever been to. I agree. I agree, Christy. I watch all of Trump's rallies and all of his. He watches the live stream. Craig does. I do, and I watch all of those. So they're all a lot of fun. I totally yeah. agree. And his show, Celebrity Apprentice, was fantastic. Yes, he really, he really is an entertainer. He gets the crowd motivated. He gets them involved. He really catches and holds your attention. And the entire time that he's speaking, it flies by. It's not like those stereotypical political events where you're just like, oh my god, please shoot me in the head. Is this over yet? Like I'm bored. You're not saying anything. Right. It's it's interesting, and that's why he's getting so many people who don't typically care about politics. He, he's really people like him because he's not a politician. He's telling it like yeah. it is. He's telling the media they can kiss his tail because he doesn't care, and he calls them out when they try to play him. And people love yeah. that. Yeah. I think the greatest thing is going to be, uh, in my opinion, is he's going to do. And I think one of the reasons why so many Republican voters turned out for Donald Trump and have voted that way in so many primaries is a lot of the Republican Party wanted somebody who would stand up. And when Hillary Clinton tried to pull the war on women thing, they would say, you enabled a sexual predator. Shut up and sit down. Because that's what she did. She enabled a sexual predator, her husband, okay? And and I think Trump would, anybody doubt he would do that? I mean, I seriously, I mean, but I, you would never see that from the rank and file. Never. They wouldn't go there. They, you know, whatever. But, uh, and I think when he tries that, they try the ridiculous war on women stuff, he's going to go there. And he's already said, I'm going to go there. You know, I don't think you want to try this because, you know, I will pull, I will pull out, you know, the tapes from the past. And somebody yeah. should. I mean, my God, somebody should. Did you hear, I don't know if you heard about this, Chris, but the, uh, the, um, uh, plane rides that, that uh, yes, Lolita that Clinton, Express. The Lolita yes. Express. Clinton took like twenty-seven, I think it was. Uh, right, he was ditching his Secret Service with all these underage girls to this private island that called Orgy Island. I'm not making yeah. that up. It's called Orgy no, Island. No. It was owned by a convicted pedophile. This is a convicted yes. pedophile. Yes, and this is the type of this is what he's spending his time doing. He's ditching Secret Service so he can ride on the Lolita Express and go to this island. This is ridiculous and. I actually, I'm so glad you brought this up because I was just having a conversation with somebody actually about how they were saying they're supporting Hillary Clinton just because they're feminists and they want a woman to be the president. That's great. Be a feminist as much as you want, but if you're going to be a feminist, the last person you should be voting for is Hillary Clinton because she is the exact, like, she is not a feminist at all. She's, for, I, I, I don't want to be too insulting to her, so I'm just like, no, go ahead. I mean, no, we don't you're on our show. We don't care. I mean, trust me. <laughs> we, I mean, I mean, things have been said on these microphones. <laughs> yes. They're not going to be said <laughs> that again. Get bleeped out. <laughs> but I don't want to get too vicious. But just from her attacking the women who her husband has abused and even raped, uh, you know, forget about it. She goes after them, makes their life miserable. And and then another thing that she's getting this. You know, potentially she's in the running to be the president, which is a huge, powerful position, and she wants to give away a large portion of it to her husband to do. She wants him running the economy. Hello, that is a huge part of your job. How much of a feminist are you when you're going to give away? Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get my husband to take care of that. (laughs) 
Exactly. My husband take exactly. care of the budget. That was a great line, wasn't it? That's a very feminist quote right there. I mean, I think when Trump said if she wouldn't have married who she did, what would have happened? I mean, and it's tr- but it's true. Uh, look, and if you're a feminist, the last thing you want to do is vote for somebody just because they're a woman. That's the antithesis of what a feminist is. You want to be treated equally. You know, and, and I and not love just a woman, that. a woman who only got where she is because of her husband. Right. And covered for him and just yes. tried to destroy the lives of the people that her husband had abused. I mean, uh, don't get me started. It's it's ridiculous. Oh, you're, you're not even started yet, Ron. I'm wow. not even okay, started. Sure. I could. I got the ball rolling. I could all push right. that all the way down. I could push it to New York. Christy, I'm going to jump in before Ron jumps on me. Um, so uh, before all of this, did you support Trump from the beginning, or you you slowly uh, started liking him? What was your first no, impression? I was I was right on as soon as he announced that he was running. I remember I was sitting in my backyard and I was listening to his speech and. And when I first heard, oh, like, you know, he's going to do something, because I, I didn't watch his speech live. I, I think I was a couple hours late. But when I first heard it, I was like, wait, like, Donald Trump, he's on TV. He's in, he's in episodes of Sex in the City. Like, all right, let me think about this. But as soon as I heard him speak, my mind was made up, and I haven't wavered since. I just loved everything he said. I think that he really changed um, the whole debate. I mean, he was focusing on issues that I think are the most important that other people weren't concerned with. And he really tapped into a lot of people feeling the exact same way. Well, I think that uh, that was one of the best campaign, opening campaign speeches I've I, ever I think Definitely the most entertaining. It was. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. And, and I was listening to comedian. But I was listening to it, and I immediately thought, I said, and, and I told we had a, a self-proclaimed moderate on the show the other day, which was interesting. And, uh, you know, not a Trump supporter, but I did tell him this. I said, as soon as I heard and I watched it live, I watched him come down and and I thought I was just going to hear, you know, I decided not to. But we need and then a list of what all he thought the country needed. Right. But, um, you know, when he said yes and pivoted and turned, that whole speech changed. And. I actually thought this, the, the first thought that came to my mind was this changes everything. And my wife turned to me and said, he's going to win. And, yeah. <laughs> and I said, no, 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 no. I said, just, it's just going to change the, I, I, and I said at the time I liked it because I thought it was going to change the uh, dynamic. It's going to change the conversation. We're going to start talking about the fact that the country's turning Democrat by illegal immigration. Nobody talks right. about this. I mean, Millions and millions of people come in who they vote Democrat because uh, they're voting their way into uh, into the welfare state. And, and, and that right. is an actual problem that's occurring. And nobody says anything about it. Trump comes out, right. not only says it, but says, oh, and by the way, all the bad people, we want to, they're going to go back. And I was like, holy crap. Okay, that was awesome. He said Gitmo, uh, he said Gitmo is going to be full when he gets in office of prisoners. So there's no I- shutting it down. Okay. I really love, I mean, there there are a few things that I think maybe, you know, he shouldn't be attacking Carly Fiorina's face and whatever, but that's not going to say my opinion. On all of these issues, I think he really hits the nail on the head. He, we, you know, when we go to war, you go to war to win. So if you have to use these tactics that aren't maybe pleasant to talk about, you might have to use those tactics. If you have people who are coming here illegally, yeah, you need to send them back, even if people don't like to hear it. Like, I love that he's not politically correct. I think that's fantastic. He spots the issues and then talks about them. And, and it's nice to be able to say things and, you know, because he's right. He's exactly spot on. So, And, and you can finally agree with somebody who's been saying what's in your head. 
Yes, yeah. exactly. Now, but a lot of people, you know what a lot, and I'm not, this is not, I am absolutely not talking about you, but a lot of people will say, oh yeah, all the racist feelings that all you Trump supporters have had are now being made obvious, but you know, now this guy's saying it, so you're feeling all good about yourself because all those uh, things that you felt about uh, Latinos and uh, African Americans and uh, women. Right, and you know, you know what, a lot of people have been saying that they've been attacking him as being racist but here's something that's crazy to me is it's it's not that he's making these like broad generalizations all he's ever saying is people who come here illegally why is that racist to say people who come here illegally shouldn't be allowed to be here you know if they come here legally that's fine there's a process come here the right way but if you're here illegally why is that so like you know people just take it out of context i think a lot of the people who say it didn't listen to his speech most of the people that I've spoken to that some of my friends, a lot of my friends, I love them dearly, but they really don't listen to the news. And they're certainly not listening to any of the political speeches. They're listening to Comedy Central and E! News. Oh, sure. Get their yeah. information. So they just hear other people going, oh, he's so racist. And then they just accept that as true. And say, oh, my they, God, they... you like him? He's racist. <laughs> when really, he's not. He hasn't said anything racist. Well, I think, the, I think the speech that they're referring to is one where he said, you know, Mexico doesn't send their best and they send rapists right. and murderers. And I think, right. I think that's but, where they get what, the racism from is no, when he said that, that, that they were rapists is, and murderers. But let's, let's be clear, because he didn't say they're all rapists and murderers. He said they're not sending over their doctors and, you know, whatever. They're like they're right. sending over rapists and murderers. He's not generalizing, calling them all that. He's saying, the ones who are coming here illegally, they're bringing drugs. They're committing felonies. They are doing all these horrible things, and we're letting it happen. And that's, and He's I not think, saying everyone who's a Mexican is this, you know, but people, of course, took I, it that way. They didn't listen no, to No, you know, I listened said. to the speech. I never thought that that's what he was saying either, but... But what right. I think what he was trying to point out is, okay, if you if you have a person that is a bad seed in Mexico, like a rapist or a murderer or whatever, you just, uh, you know, hey, yeah, go across the border. I mean, you know, I mean, Fidel right. Castro tried it with the uh, uh, the flotilla when the Cubans came. You know, uh, there were all these uh, people yearning for freedom. Oh, they also <laughs> happened to come from the insane asylums in right. Cuba. He yeah. emptied right. them exactly. and put them right. on it's just boats. It's much easier. Yeah. And when people get so offended of, oh, my God, we can't close our borders, the best way that I can put it to all these people is, do you have a house? Do you lock your door? You don't just let everyone walk into your house. Like, Racist. You have to secure the borders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, uh, you heard, Christy, about the new Army Secretary, the first openly gay that, uh, that has served in a military uh, office politi- politically uh, that the Fox News reported. Did you hear about that yesterday? No, I didn't hear about that, actually. Okay, so Fanning was the last name. I don't have the whole name. but Yeah, and he's the he's the first openly gay secretary of a military Army. branch That's in right, the United yeah. States, and he's the new secretary of the Army approved by uh, the Senate uh, yesterday. Uh, okay. I mean, okay. I, I mean, <laughs> look, uh, the way I feel about it, I... And I've said it before, I was a former um, Army officer. Thank and, you, uh, Thank you. Okay. I don't, you don't have to thank me every time. I'm going to. <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, the way I feel about it is it, people don't – it doesn't matter. There is no racism in the Army. They can People can say whatever, but there's not uh, because you don't have time for it. I mean, you cannot – you can't sit there and you judge a person literally by what they produce and what they do. And uh, if a homosexual guy is – is saving me from getting, you know, uh, covering point on, uh, then, hey, 
that's is uh, that's I'm okay with that. Believe it, I am fine with that. I mean, <laughs> I, I am fine so. with that yeah. as Good long as long as uh, we don't uh, try to overreach. The standards should be the same. The standards should always be. Uh, high and they should be maintained when you begin to lower the standards to allow more people in to diversify something Mm -hmm. you will destroy it and that's why i completely agree i I do not agree with the women in the military that are now going into special forces and special operations i um and my uncle was uh he did he was a command sergeant he was a um Green Beret, Vietnam vet, two tours, all that. He didn't believe in it either. He said they won't be able to carry the load. They won't be able to do what they can. And it's nothing against women. It's just no, no, no you I can't. and you know what? It's not just the army. You have the same exact issue in the police force, firefighters. This has been something that's been litigated a lot. And I have to agree with you. I don't think that we should say oh, you know, it's now sexist because we're not going to let a woman do this. If she can complete the test, it should be the exact same test. If she can complete it, then she gets to do it. Then she, she gets to do it. it and, the same, then there should, and there should be no test with who you decide to take home at night. There, I don't think that should be part of any test. The only, the only that should, problem. That definitely not be a part of the test. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> some of us would fail miserably. The only problem <laughs> I have is I don't hear anyone saying, oh, we have a heterosexual that's going to be taken over this. It's all in other words, they shouldn't say anything. Just tell us who the guy is. I agree is. with that. They shouldn't say a thing. I don't, don't care. Don't say they he's shouldn't. openly gay I, or he's heterosexual. I disagree with politicizing the issue. Yeah, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be a political move to to appoint somebody secretary of the yeah. army. I mean, it should, right. be, I, I do, it yes. should be based off of credentials and, and that sort of thing, not whether your political preference or your sexual preference is. Whenever I hear the sexual the preference of anyone, my first the first thing I think of is, who cares? That is the very first thing that comes to my mind. Unless maybe I want to date you or, you know, whatever, then okay, Ron, you know. But uh, Ron, when me and you stayed in the hotel, that, you cared then that, was, that I was heterosexual. Well, oh, calm down, guys. We, yeah, calm yeah, down. Yeah, uh, I did. I did. And, and, and I think there's proof of that. But um, no, I did, I'm joking. But not, not that there's anything wrong with that. But look. Um, you know, we joke, uh, we kid around about these things, but seriously, it does not matter. It does not no, matter. It doesn't matter at all. It does not matter. If and you're I think, good at what you do, you're good at what you do, and and then you deserve to be promoted as such. But right, woman, really man, hetero, gay. I I mean, transgendered, whatever. I mean, if you do the job right, you deserve the credit, and you deserve everything that goes with it. Okay, yeah, if you abuse that position, you know, I mean. If you're if you're a heterosexual male and you you know uh, make lewd sexual advances in your job, you should be fired. If you're a homosexual male and do the same thing, you should be fired. Okay, All right? You can't do that. It's just it's the same thing. I mean, I, I don't understand. I don't understand the fear about something that you shouldn't have to be worried about. Is what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, well, I, not everywhere we're we're too politically correct. Everyone's afraid of everything. That if they say anything, that it's going to be taken out of context. They're going to be homophobic, Islamophobic, racist, whatever, sexist. They're, you know, who knows what what you're going to be now? So everyone's afraid to say anything. Well, and they're uh, Trump. That 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 is that is true. And now the attorney generals are going against are going after Exxon. Did you did you hear about that? Because. Um, I guess they're speaking out about um, climate change, and now anybody that speaks out about that, they're going to uh, oh, give mean, them a hard yeah. time. Okay. Uh, Al Gore, of course, was was on there as well. So oh, he's couple. still 
Yeah, he's got to uh, get his money somehow. Yeah, well, you know, he's got a big house with lots of electricity in it. Dude. So, Christy, who do you like for VP for Trump? Who would you like to see? Um, this honestly, is the new parlor Hugh game. Gr- Hugh Gingrich would be great. He would be yeah, fantastic. He is an insider, which would help get the establishment behind him. He was a unifier. He's done, he has a great track record. He would be fantastic. I also think Kasich, just for his likability factor, even though his speech was boring when I saw him, he was very likable, and a lot of people do like <laughs> him, even though they're not going to vote for him. Plus, he does bring Ohio. He's never lost in Ohio. So that's a huge advantage for him. And then there's people, even though they've spoken out against Trump and they said they wouldn't take it, like Susanna Martinez, She's a very well-liked governor. She's she an amazing... brings the women. Yeah. You know, like, she, there's, there's a couple of her background that, that might help out. So she even would be a fantastic choice. But uh, I guess we're going to have to see, since he's kind of keeping that close to his chest. The, uh, at first, I liked Ben Carson, and then I switched over to Trump once I realized Ben wasn't going to win. But uh, even though I like Trump, I thought he up, wasn't Ron, as up. serious at first. Wake but up, Ron. I'm sorry. Now, Ron, did someone say Ben Carson? Not. Ron, Ron falls asleep every sorry, time I say Ben Carson. Time to answer. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, but the way the eyes open and close, he is and slow open dog. and close and uh, open yeah, no. and close and open. And, oh my god! Anyway. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe how many people Ben Carson actually had back again. He's definitely very intelligent. He's a very smart man. But my gosh, is he boring? And and he speaks so slowly that I just. I'm like, I'm sure you have great ideas. Just spit them out. And maybe that's the New Yorker in me. I don't know. I just want to spit out your ideas. Let me know what they are. <laughs> yeah. Tell me. Yeah, I've oh, heard Christie's uh, radio show, and she's a fast talker. She gets some songs <laughs> rolling. New there York. no time for playing on her show. She's like, okay, this is what we've got coming up next. Well, I mean, it's a different culture. Down south, down here, down south, you can st- sit in line and, and ask the person that's waiting on you about their mom and them and how you're doing and everything else. Yeah. I mean, we're in traveler's rest. I mean, yeah, you can think about just the name. It's like, you know, there should be like Uncle Joe and he's moving kind of slow. With the yeah, when you, when, you ask people, <laughs> when you ask people for directions here in traveler's rest, they'll tell you to turn by the big oak tree yeah. to John and Susie's house. Right, and, yeah. And if right, Christy. Who is, who's John and who's Susie? And Christy. you'll see a man waving. He usually waves there. If you see him, you've gone too far. Roger. Don't talk to him. He's crazy. All His right. mama was in the isn't insane as All right, Christy. And then they'll go on. Christy, oh, and, and yes. let me just add that we are part of Greenville County, Greenville, South Carolina, which is home of Reverend Jesse Jackson, which is home of Shoeless Joe Jackson. Oh, by the way, my mother. Home of Edwin McCain, the singer, several others. Well, my mother. Hootie and the Blowfisher right up the street from Columbia, South Carolina. My mother. Yes. Okay, on her own insistence, was in a uh, – in a um, uh, assisted living, right? Um, mm-hmm. she, this is, I'm getting somewhere at the story. Okay, okay. Um, so we decided, okay, you know, we like, Mom, you can stay here. We're going to put on the whole thing to the house. And she's, no, no, no. You know? So she went to an assisted living place. Um, and guess who her best friend was? Who? Jesse who? Jackson's mother. No way. She <laughs> was still alive. She was like 90-something years old. The nicest, sweetest lady I have ever met. I mean, so kind. And my mom, you know, would help her out with stuff, push her around, talk to her. My mom had no idea who she was because mom had had a stroke, and she, you know, mom was like just talking to her. And um, yeah, and uh, when and he would come there 
to see her every now and then. And uh, there would be this like entourage, you know, like you know, people and his brother too. But uh, you know, I'm a libertarian, like hard wing, right wing. Yeah, did you, right did wing, you, you know? and Jesse Jackson get along as well? No, as your no, <laughs> no. I just, but it did give me hope because I saw in uh, their friendship, you know, how far Aww. things had really come. I mean, my mother's over eighty, so like in her lifetime, she's seen integration, she's seen Jim Crow law, she's seen all the evil. Of, of racism, all the bad things. And, and, and good Lord knows Jesse Jackson's mom's seen that. And together, right. somehow, you know, here are these two old ladies, really old, you know, and they managed <laughs> to get along. And, and it, was a, it was, I thought it was like one of the most beautiful things I've seen. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, there's hope. That's you very know, sweet. Everybody's not, you know, it, it, everybody's not just an R or D or, or whatever. They are a person. Yeah, and so it did kind of change me. I will admit that it did kind of change me. So that was that's the whole point of my story there. Thank you, Ron. That was hey. a really well, good story. Go what ahead. I really need to know is, did this conversation change you to get you on the Trump train yet, or are we, are we still working on that? <laughs> well, uh, I am not never Trump. Let me explain something. I have okay. never. I will never be. Are you ready for this? Yeah. It's a beautiful way to phrase it. I will never be a never anything. Okay, <laughs> I know that is in itself. All right, but uh, I, that's just not my who I am. I'm not a person that says, "Oh, never this," because as soon as you say "never that," that's going to come along. Ron, I've noticed. Trump, I've started to notice that. I started to notice true, that. Ron, true. does there a chance that you may vote for Trump? Is there a chance at all that may happen? I have voted. Here's the thing: I voted Libertarian. Okay, because I identify as a Libertarian. Yes. It's going to depend on who the libertarians run and the fact that I'm voting in South Carolina. Uh, usually, I can vote libertarian very safely because I understand that, you know, the Republicans going to win that state. You know, South Carolina has, I mean, this state is is so Republican. It's pretty know. red down here. It's pretty red, yeah. So, I mean, like you know, and, and in a way, I guess it's a little bit of cowardice because you can afford to speak your mind more if you're a conservative here, you can vote for a fringe party and not feel as if you're actually voting for the other person because you know they're not going to win. You know, so right. it really, um, if I was in a swing state, you know, and uh, I have relatives, uh, you know, that live in uh, Ohio, for instance, uh, it would be a very difficult choice for me. And But if Trump keeps doing what he's doing with Supreme Court justices, with all the other things, then yes, I would vote for Trump. And that and that's... <laughs> I'm going to take that as a win. Uh, you can take it as a partial win, yeah, okay? That's, that's not a completely a win. What, what about you, Alex? Alex, does Trump have any chance? Yeah, Alex was a big uh, Rubio supporter. Rubio. Actually worked for his campaign. Tried to. He tried to work for his I campaign. I did work for his campaign. I, I did. I made Rubio phone calls. Such a baby. You, he made Rubio's phone calls. A nice guy. All right. I met him. I have the. I have a picture. He's with just him. the cutest thing in the world. I just want to. I just want really nice to guy, pet right? him and and like give him a little room and maybe a. You know. All right, Alex. Does Trump have a chance for you to vote for him? A chance. <sighs> there. I'm saying there is a chance. There. Is, so you're there saying is, there's so a chance. I'm, I'm saying there is a chance. I've not come around uh, to the Trump train yet. I mean, you're not going to have an option because. Um, I mean, there's Hillary. always there's always an option. I mean, no one's going to win but either the Democrat or the Republican. So if it comes yeah. to that, you're going to have to. Go I think Trump. you're going to see a lot of people uh, take their, you know, their right to vote a lot more seriously this year, and you'll see some people do some different things with the way that they vote this year. Um, but personally, I'm not. 
I'm not a Donald Trump supporter yet by any means, uh, but I have seen him take some positive steps in the past few weeks. Uh, so I think okay, there. You, what is that a win, Christy? Yeah, I, will, I will take those answers because you know we we still have some time, so I, they'll be acceptable. <laughs> and, and, let, now let me ask you one more thing. Um, the uh, let's get to Bernie and Hillary. Crooked Hillary, and Cro- crazy that, Bernie. Uh, hey, did anybody catch that? I'm sure we all did, but uh, what happened in Nevada? I mean, oh my gosh, yes! I can't believe they're talking about dissent among the Republicans. Holy cow! I mean, that was—they had to actually shut down the, the, the Nevada Democratic Convention. The casino had to shut it down, right? Because a lot of people they were like going to crazy. think that the Trump rallies are violent, but let's see who's really bringing the violence. It's the protesters. You know, I, I can't say 100%, but a lot of the time it's the protesters at the Trump rallies that are stirring up nonsense. So right. now that they, they don't have those rallies to go to, they're just starting in on each other. So it's about time that everyone realized, like, look, it's not the Trump supporters. We're not just violent people. <laughs> and, and is this train going to come to Philadelphia? I, I the mean, is going all over the place. I mean, yeah. well, the, the Trump, the Trump train's going to go everywhere, but I'm talking about what's happening in Nevada because you've got Black Lives Matter. You've got a lot of other anarchist wow. groups. You've got the disaffected supporters of Bernie Sanders. I mean, I a lot. They're ignored. I, but they think they're ignored. They don't feel like anybody's listening to them. And you know what? When it comes and to the Democratic right. Party, yes, absolutely, you're right. They are right. Because the existence of superdelegates super is, is the wrong. most ridiculous thing I have ever heard of in my life. And I can't believe I mean, so when the media just. Oh, oh, just gloss it over. Oh, yeah, well, she leads with the superdelegates, and that's great. I'm like, how is that great? You're the Democratic Party. What what kind of representation is a superdelegate? Donald Trump was sitting there telling them, telling the Republican Party that their system was rigged. They got nothing on the Democrats. Exactly. I mean, nothing. You know, he was right. He was right. You could see how it was unfair. They were able to make the rules to kind of try and push him out. They just weren't successful at getting rid of him, which is fantastic because, you know, He's pretty good. He's got the people behind him. He's, he's okay, I said I might vote smart. for him, Christy. You don't have to push it, okay? All right, I said I might. I said I might. I'm not changing the cover photo on my Twitter just yet. I really, yet. Just, I really just love him. I think he's fantastic, and I want everyone else to see what I see. I, I love him. Well, I know, but you love him because of a TV show. That's, That's different. True, right? No, I, I didn't, I've never watched The Apprentice. I'm oh, talking to Craig. That. Craig is very, um, he's very moldable. He's I, like, you know, very I have moldable. watched all of his Celebrity Apprentice shows, so if you haven't watched them, it'd be good if you And some of them three times, he's right? Like, in, the, in the basement I, I, I that he records show, over and over. Craig's like, Craig's like a soft piece of clay. Very impressionable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very impressionable. So... I think he actually ra- he ran out while we were talking to you, and he he actually went to the Walmart and and bought Trump gear. Like he made it himself yeah. with 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 uh, t shirt markers. So. I got paint face on. Well, that, I'm happy to hear. Um, on that note, thank you guys so much for having me. I've I've actually got to get going to do some uh, on radio stuff, but I have had so much fun. Thank you for having me on. Well, thank you, Chrissy. This has been fantastic, and uh, I'm, I'm telling you, you're the best Trump supporter we. Absolutely. I agree. I think you're the only Trump supporter. Well, I think you're the, I think you're the the first one that uh other than other than somebody that I'm really close to. 
Ed. <laughs> that that I agree with. <laughs> and uh, we we wish you a continued success. Uh, I will look for you on uh, on Cavuto. I love Cavuto myself. I, he's I, fantastic. He's They're a great all fantastic. guy. But uh, so we'll sweet. look for and you we're on trying, there. We're trying to get them on our show too. Yeah, I've even yeah. asked Donald Trump to be on our show. I'm just yeah. waiting on that reply. All right. Well, if you get him, give me a call. I want to be on it too with him. <laughs> okay. We'll do that. I will, Christy. I promise you. If Trump is on, <laughs> I will you. do that. Have a, have a good night, and we're going to listen to you on 94.3 The Shark on Thursdays Woo-hoo! and Fridays on tune, a radio tune-in app. Just Say like it with you your radio us. voice there, Craig. That's radio tune-in app. <laughs> tune tune radio. in radio, Craig. Tune in radio. That's all the same. Tune in radio app, right. 94.3 The Shark. Thanks, Christy. You were awesome. Thanks, Christy. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Have a good right. night. You too. Bye-bye.